Hello and welcome to day 355 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Today we'll be reading from Ezekiel chapters 42 and 43, the Proverbs of Solomon chapter 30 verses 11 through 15, and Revelation chapter 12. Let us begin with Ezekiel chapter 42. Then he brought me out into the outer court to the east in front of the gate which faces north, and he brought me, and behold, there were five halls adjoining the open space and five halls adjoining the boundary facing north, up to a hundred cubits long toward the north, and the width was fifty cubits, laid out in a pattern the same way as the gates leading into the inner court and the pillars of the outer court, and broken up into galleries of three stories in height. In front of the halls there was a walk ten cubits wide and up to a hundred cubits in length. Their doorways faced north. Now the upper walkways were just the same, because the pillars projected out from them, namely the pillar which was below. Thus was the pillar and the layout for the porches, for they were in three stories and did not have pillars like the pillars of the outer courts. Therefore the upper level was projected out more than the lower and middle levels from the ground up. There was light from without, as in the halls of the outer court, which were facing the halls toward the north. They were fifty cubits in length, because the length of the halls which faced the outer court was fifty cubits, and these were standing over against them. Thus the whole was one hundred cubits. Now there were doors of these halls at the entranceway for an outlet to the east, so one might enter through them from the outer court by the light which strikes at the head of the entrance." Along to the south, along the open space and the boundary, there were halls, and there was a walk in front of them, also according to the measurement of the halls facing north. They were as long and as wide as the others, so, and so were all their exits and entrances and all their lights and doorways. So were the measures of the entrances toward the south, according to the doorways at the head of the walkway. As it were, the distance of a reed for light and eastward as one went in by them then he said to me the halls toward the north and the halls toward the south according to the pattern of the layout are the halls of the holy place where the priests who approach the lord will eat the most holy offerings they there they will place the most holy offerings the sacrifices the sin offering and the trespass offering for the place is holy they shall not enter there except for the priests they shall not go out of there into the outer court so those who draw near may be holy continually and that nothing might touch their vestments in which they serve because it is the holy place they shall put on other garments when they touch the people now the measurement of the whole house was completed within, and then he led me along the way of the gate which faces east, and, he, and measured the whole pattern of the house all around in its plan. He stood behind the gate which faces east and measured five hundred measuring stick units of measurement, then he turned to the north side and measured five hundred measuring stick units of measurement, then he turned toward the west and measured five hundred measuring stick units of measurement, then he turned turned toward the south and measured 500 measuring stick units of measurement. The four directions were the same measurement and he planned it out and the enclosing wall all around was 500 units to the east and 500 units in width for setting out the boundary wall between the holy precinct and the remaining layout of the house. 
Ezekiel chapter 43. Then he brought me to the gate, the gate that faces toward the east, and led me out. Behold, the glory of the God of Israel was approaching from the way of the gate which faces east. The sound of his camp was like the sound of many voices redoubled upon each other, and the earth shone shone forth his glory with, with a brightness all around. The vision I saw was like the vision I saw when I entered to anoint the city, and the vision of the chariot I saw was like the vision I saw by the river Chebar. So I fell on my face, then the glory of the Lord entered into the house by way of the gate which faces toward the east. The Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and behold, the house was full of the Lord's glory. Then I stood, and behold, there was a voice from the house, and a man was standing with me. He said to me, Son of man, you have seen the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the house of Israel forever. No more will the house of Israel defile my holy name. They nor their leaders by their fornication or murderers of the leaders in their midst, when they set my threshold by their thresholds and my doorposts by their doorposts with a wall between them and me. They desecrated my holy name by their lawlessness and I destroyed them in my anger and with slaughter. Now let them remove their fornication from my presence and the murders of their leaders and I will dwell in their midst forever. As for you, son of man, explain this house to the house of Israel and they will cease from the shame of their sins and describe to them its vision and its plan." They shall take the chastisements for all the things they did, and you shall describe the house, its design, its exits, and its substance, and all its ordinances. You shall make known its laws to them and write them out in their sight. Then they will keep all my requirements and all my ordinances and perform them. You will also show them the diagram of the house to be on the mountaintop and all its boundaries round about. It shall all be most holy." These are the measurements of the altar in cubits, where a cubit equals one cubit and a handbreadth from the drain up one cubit high and one cubit wide, with a projection all around its edge of one span. This is the height of the altar, the depth of the hollow which is toward the great mercy seat below this two cubits, and its width one cubit, and from the little mercy seat to the great mercy seat four cubits and the width one cubit. The altar shall be four cubits, and from the altar and above the four horns one cubit. The altar shall be twelve cubits long, up to fourteen wide, in its four directions. And its projection, which goes all around it on all sides, is a half of of a cubit. So the outcropping all around is a cubit. It stares face to the east. Then he said to me, Son of man, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, these are the ordinances for the altar on the day of its construction, for offering up whole burnt offerings and pouring out blood on it. You shall offer a young bull for a sin offering to the priests, the Levites, who are of the seed of Zadok, who approach me to minister liturgically to me, says the Lord. They shall take some of its blood and put it on the four horns of the altar, on the four corners of the mercy seat, and on the step around it, and they shall make atonement for it. Then they shall take the calf of the sin offering and consume it by fire in the appointed place, set apart from the house outside the sanctuary. On the second day they shall take two kinds of goats without blemish for a sin offering, and they shall make atonement for the altar, as they made atonement with the calf. After they finish the atonement, they shall offer 
offer a calf from the herd without blemish and a ram from the flock without blemish. They shall offer them before the Lord and the priest shall throw salt on them and offer them up as whole burnt offerings to the Lord. Every day for seven days you shall prepare a goat for a sin offering and you shall prepare a calf and a ram from the flock and they shall offer them without blemish for seven days, so they shall make atonement for the altar and purify it and fill their hands. It will be when these days are over on the eighth day, the priests shall offer your whole burnt offerings and your peace offerings on the altar, and I shall accept you, says the Lord. Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 30, verse 11. An evil offspring curses his father and does not bless his mother. An evil offspring judges himself righteous but is not washed from his uncleanness. An evil offspring has haughty eyes and exalts himself with his eyelids. An evil offspring has teeth like swords and molars like knives, so as to destroy and to devour the poor from the earth and their needy from among men. Revelation chapter 12. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of twelve stars. Then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up to God and his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God that they should feed her there 1,260 days. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world, he was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who who dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child, but the woman was given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness to her place, where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the presence of the serpent. So the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. But the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. And the dragon was enraged with the woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining me on day 355 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in next time for day 356.